Season 6, Episode 1, Meet the Blacks. The Blacks! So I'm pretty sure people know what a smoke alarm sounds like. And you're uh, not going to mistake it for a cell phone. Even I, if it's late at night. Do they think it was a cell phone at first? That's the first thing they think. It's like, oh, it must be your cell phone. Oh, yeah. I, I, I must have completely missed that, which is the first line of the episode. Um, no, that, that doesn't make any sense. And this whole beating up the thing with a bat just well, why goes on was there a, a baseball bat like <laughs> right in the kitchen out in the open because he goes off screen for about half a second and comes back with a baseball bat i wrote the same thing down who keeps a bat in the kitchen <laughs> especially larry david of all people like he's he's not really a baseball player i mean he's a baseball fan he likes joe pepitone he does and the yankees uh well yeah so he's a bat it goes on uh, for a long time, but it really sets up the whole episode. Right. I mean, it's it's a good place to start. And it's also actually, like, really annoying to the listener to just hear that smoke alarm beeping louder and louder, <laughs> which I love as, like, the opening to the season because, like, I mean, he, he around, like, seasons five and six, like, he, he was constantly making an effort to just, like, be annoying, I think, mm-hmm. and, like, maybe unlikable. And, like, that's a great opening to the show for that reason. So then we meet Larry, Jeff, and Richard Lewis, who apparently went golfing together. An, an unlike right. golfing so, trio. So, so Lewis says how he never plays, and like Larry says, oh, you do go if you never plays. Do you not remember the episode 510, the end, when Lewis is so insistent on not lending Larry's putter? Like, if he never plays golf, why does he care? That is a great Pull catch. I didn't catch that. Pull it together. That in is fact, good. Lewis had his clubs out in like the very front entry room of his house in that episode. That is a good catch. That's a great catch. Well, maybe now he'll give Larry his putter. Uh, I don't think so. Well, he does say he's never going to play again, that they turned him off forever. Okay. Maybe, maybe, you know, playing with Jeff and Larry is just so abrasive that, no, it's not plausible. I guess so. And then we good get catch. the best reason to have kids to Get out of stuff when your child is sick or not sick. <laughs> or, or not use that excuse, as yeah. Jeff doesn't do later in the episode. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, you're right. He bre- mentioned Sammy later on, but not sick. Exactly. He, he goes back on it. I do like the line, just as Larry's going off screen, he asks Jeff, uh, what are you going to wear to the party? And Jeff says, I don't know. I'm going to dress like a little Dutch girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Larry David is laughing pretty hard on screen. Yeah, it's a, it's like, a legitimate Larry laugh. It's a legitimate. He is cracking up at that. Yeah. It's, Gonna dress like a little Dutch girl. That that's just like that's a good Jeff Garland as a comedian line. It's a great line. Yeah. Um, next, uh, I think they are driving, and yep. Larry's talking schmohawks. Our, our favorite word, schmohawk. I don't say schmohawk enough. No one does. When was this introduced the first time with Monina and the carpool lane? Yeah. Right. Yeah. She tells him about or he tells her about schmohawk yeah i don't think she would be telling him about schmohawks i did like he talks to cheryl about schmohawk and then he turns around and he goes have i mentioned schmohawk to you <laughs> <laughs> they've been married for what like 25 years or something by this point um well it was their 10 year anniversary oh, back right, in right. Season it's four, so maybe we'll go to like 12 or 14 i don't think 25 is gonna cut it okay they know each other for a while they've they've known each other yes um <laughs> i do like how cheryl's trying to, like, get across the gravity of, like, people have lost everything, and, and Larry's obviously not paying attention, and she's like, imagine if you lost everything. He's like, what do I have? I mean, I, I like this sport jacket, I guess. Yeah, then he says, I can't replace this one. <laughs> can't replace this one. I like the sport jacket. That's what he has. That that would be lost to him if he lost that sport jacket. 
So they're going to Funkhauser's house and they're going to use the excuse. Right. Now, was Funkhauser in season five at all? I don't think he was. Ooh, I meant to go look oh, this up, but I didn't. It, I actually, it just pops in my head that he was. Um, remember when Larry and Jeff were debating who would give the kidney? Funkhauser came over to do eating yes. meaty. Yes. Or maybe went to Funkhauser's house to do eating meaty. I don't remember. Uh, like it, no, they brought Funkhauser to Jeff's house. It never made any sense why Funkhauser was involved in that. And that is, I think by my, yeah, that's probably the only time he's in season five. Well, season six is what establishes him like as a real character for the first time. Like in season four, he's only in three episodes, I think. Season five once. Like he doesn't get a lot of play until season six and seven. The season, they bring in two major new characters. They bring in, basically bring in Funkhauser and they bring in Leon. Yeah, and as I said, I'm not even positive Funkhauser gets that much play in season six. It might be season seven he gets more, but I don't actually remember. Six three is the Ida Funkhauser roadside memorial, right? Or is that six four? I think it's six three, even though she was dead in four four. Um, he plays a significant bigger role. Tip. What? He, he plays a significantly bigger role. Yeah. Oh, yes. And we all like Funkhauser. So I love that this is just establishing Funkhauser. Um, as a character, all of literally all of his lines in the scene are great. Okay, what do you think? What do you? The scene is great, but what do you think of the excuse and the reaction? What 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 excuse? The excuse of oh, oh. I thought the party was yesterday, or I thought the party was today. It actually was yesterday. Oh, I mean, it's it's obviously awful. And, and see, Ted Danson later on gets it. Funkhauser doesn't get it. I don't think. Like, you think he gets it? No, he doesn't get it. He has no clue, um, which is great. And then Larry's trying to leave the whole time. I, I, I mean, there's <laughs> early on the scene, like Funkhauser literally res- like grabs Larry and just shoves him back in the chair, like forcibly. <laughs> he he, he forces him back to the chair, and that's when we get to one of the best lines ever. The be- maybe maybe one of the best lines in Kirby. <laughs> and the next game, and we play it for money: a thousand pickup sticks. <laughs> Who's ever picked up the most sticks wins. It's have great. You ever, have you ever they played? Just throw them sticks? on the floor, and whoever picks up the most sticks wins. And they play it for money. They play it for That's money. what you do at a fun counselor party. They have all sorts of fun games at a fun uh, counselor party. Yeah, well, that's when Jeff shows up doing the exact same excuse Larry just did, and Funkhauser still is no wiser to it. I love the Larry, the Larry like pseudo stare down from a distance when he sees Jeff try to pull the same excuse. Yeah, exactly. And according to Jeff, it's fine because he gave Larry all the credit for it to Susie. So Jeff's not stealing it. But but it's terrible. It is great that they're stuck doing, doing the exact same thing. Um, then I like, I think they're eating cake mm-hmm. and they're both trying, both couples trying to leave. And their excuses are, Sammy's waiting for a puppet show. Which <laughs> makes waiting at home for Puppet Show on what's probably a weekend night, and Larry's dad has a virus. To which Susie says, your dad always has a virus. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just all great. In which Funkhauser's solution is, tomorrow, Sammy will bring her puppets over to Larry's dad. <laughs> and entertain him, so he feels better from his virus. Yeah, it's great. My daughter's at home waiting for a puppet show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Followed by the great Funkhauser line, and guess what our next move is? And I just like that, the phrasing of that. We're going to the living room, and we're going to play the newlywed game. Like, it's just the way he delivers the lines is yeah. so great. It's so great. 
he has that going like, to the living room dry yeah. raspy voice it just it just works so well he's but he's, he's excited about it and they actually do look like they're having fun playing the newlywed game like yeah Larry, they do i wrote that down they yeah. actually look like they're enjoying themselves so once. maybe this was more fun than the thousand pickup sticks or whatever we get to the question about um what other wife or girlfriend you'd, you'd like to have sex with there he goes with cha-cha and then off screen you just hear Funkhauser go that was a dumb answer. <laughs> <laughs> Not even on screen. It's it's such a good it's such a good line. I to- you know I totally missed that. That was you. You missed that. I missed that. You just like cause the camera stays on Larry and Cheryl, and you just hear from the side. That was a dumb answer. That's great. I totally yeah. missed that. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was a dumb answer, especially after. Funkhauser has already played the I'm going with my wife card. Well, he goes with a little puffer, actually. What, you know. <laughs> yes, um, it was. So <laughs> that, that's it for the, the Funkhauser party, as far as I'm concerned. That's all I have. Uh, next would be the dancing party, in which Larry tries this move again. And for some reason, Cheryl lets him try it again after it blatantly fails the first time. Okay, so here's my, my problem with him. This whole thing just doesn't make sense. So you got to think, like, parties are Friday or Saturday night? Uh, most likely, yes. So they're doing this on a Sunday night to begin with? Um, yes. Probably, because the first party was Friday. They missed yep. it. They went yep. to it on Saturday. This is probably Sunday night. You're probably right, yes. So they probably should have figured it out to begin with. So he he probably should have called him out on this. But well, the, Ted knows. You can tell Ted knows. You feel like I feel like Ted figures it out once Richard Lewis shows up. Uh, I think Ted gives a couple looks to Larry the whole time. Like even when Larry's first coming in, he gives him a look like like he, he kind of knows. Like come in, Larry. But Here, he, I think he knows. Thing. They have a legitimate excuse to leave. If if they're sticking to their guns, right? That they actually thought it was tonight. They have an excuse to leave. They have to pick up these people who survived a hurricane at the airport. They had no, no, they, they had no control they, they over for it. Reason like, never this is just up. like spur of the moment. Like, oh, we were just going to come because we wanted to come. Then we have to go. Right, that wasn't even arranged till like that morning, basically. You're exactly. Right. Like, they actually have a legitimate excuse to leave, but they don't pull that card. They just stick with it. You you are, you are correct. Um, I do like when he invites him in to eat some leftovers. We got a lot of leftovers. We'll make you an omelet or something. <laughs> make you an omelet. <laughs> Leftover, an omelet made of leftovers of the dancings. That's what I want on a Sunday night. I actually like, uh, they cut back to Ted Dance and he's talking about that cyst that he has in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, and the oral surgery. <laughs> it's like the worst com- like, no, any conversation. Any to... conversation about oral surgery is the worst yeah. conversation. And, and then how the dentist really undersold it. Like, you don't care. Who cares about what someone else's dentist tells them? Yeah. I, I do like Larry's excuse about how he, he was told, like, not to intrude. And that if his mother knew, his mother would be horrified if she knew he was sitting in the living room the night after a big party was held. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. So Richard uh, Lewis shows up with Cha-Cha. Exactly. Larry gets in a fight with Lewis, as always. And then he says, I can't stay in the same <laughs> house as him. <laughs> After about 30 seconds of being in the same room. <laughs> Remember, they're, they're not even friends, right? They're just acquaintances. They're just they're just acquaintances. We established yeah. that last episode. Yeah. And so we meet, finally meet the Blacks at the airport. They're very late, it appears. The airport is empty. Who knows what time it is? 
Yep, Larry, Larry and Charles see them and then look around as if they're hoping it's someone else, but it's not. It's them. Nope. Uh, pick up the blacks. Now there are four blacks, and they only have three seats in the back of the Prius, not to mention all the luggage. So and the hamster cage. And the hamster cage with a live hamster on it, which uh, Daryl or Peanut brought, brought with him. I like Larry's comment that it's like him being called Larry Jew. And then... <laughs> yep. Off camera, he's like, what if your name was Gentile? Gentile. <laughs> exactly. As they're walking into the house. He then tells the kids to go around, don't touch anything, though. <laughs> I don't really think Larry's prepared for uh, life with these kids. No. Well, he said earlier in the episode he needs a month to mentally prepare for it. A couple months, actually. A couple months. Um, <laughs> so, so, yep. So, they're going to have a party, and they need a cake. They go to the 26th Street Bakery. And it is an erotic bakery. 26th Street Bakery is a fantastic name for an erotic bakery. Is it? I don't get it. it exactly. It makes no sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was hoping that wasn't something I was going to say. Sorry. Uh, um, Sarcasm too dry. Funkhauser doesn't seem like the type of person to shop at an erotic bakery. It's a little out of character, I think. Not that there's much to the character that we know, but it's strange. I don't know. Funkhauser can be a bit strange, though. You don't think he might think it's funny that he's serving people penis cake? Uh, it, it, it's possible. Um, which gets, a, as soon as Larry figures it out, Funkhauser, he knowingly served his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and Larry gets very mad about this cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he eats the cake later, but right. in typical Larry I mean, it's a great cake, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was, he knowingly served as penis cake. Like, um, don't, like, okay, if this is the best cake of all time, don't you think they could have, like, bought the cake and then, like, cut it into pieces so that you can't tell it's penis cake and yes. serve it at the party? They very easily could have done that. Because that's basically what happened to them the night before when they ate at the Funkhausers. Yeah. And so, at the party, Funkhauser, or Larry confronts Funkhauser about this. But before that, though, okay, and this isn't even funny. It's like a, it's like a, it's funny because of it, of the character. But like, I love Funkhauser's like really stupid joke when he walks in and goes, "I hope we're not too rude, but we showed up the night of the party." <laughs> it's just like such a dumb joke, but I just love it coming from him. It, I think it's all in the delivery. It's all in it's, his dry voice. It's it's great. All right, then then you can get back to the argument about. The black penis. Well, they have this little argument back and forth, and I like Funkhauser said, then why did you take the balls home? <laughs> Which Larry didn't do. He stormed out of the house. Oh, that's... Well, he didn't storm out of Funkhauser's. He stormed out, he stormed out of Dan's Ted, Ted house. Do we see Larry yeah. leave Funkhauser's? No, so he may have taken he the, might balls, have taken the balls, not, balls home. Not knowing they were balls. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the way he brings up the argument is, how come you didn't tell me I was eating a black penis the other night? <laughs> Did you take a look at some of the people, like, in the background at the party? Not really. There's I, one... There was a guy sitting on, on the stairs, which I assumed Larry normally would be mad about, but didn't seem to care. He was, like, lounging on the yeah, stairs. Yeah, he, he was a big guy, too. No no one else I found had, like, anything notable except the lounging guy on the stairs. Right. Uh, but no, what else should I have noticed around these parties? That's it. Oh, okay. Just the lounging guy. You Got know, it. general partygoer. So, um... Festivities. Keisha finds the black penis that Jeff brings. Well, Jeff, oblivious to everything, brings the cake, and the kids run up to him. Yeah, Jeff, did Jeff really go to that bakery and pick up a cake and not realize? But 
I mean, I don't think you could have walked into that bakery and not figured out what was going on. Yeah. But Jeff could have. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, I think it's great that Jeff gets the cake. The, yeah. Then, then I guess the party winds down normally. Um, Loretta is taking some pretty strong liberties already in this house. I and mean, she's already mad at LD, mm-hmm. even though she's known him for about two days and he is taking her family in. I mean, his friend did show her kids a penis cake. Yeah, she's smoking inside. And she puts a cigarette out in his cake. I mean, it just seems like every other woman that's known Larry her whole life, and she's gotten there in about two days. What I really like about this, if you can you think back to the first time you watched this episode, did you think about the smoke alarm? No, not at all. Like, it's so far away in this episode. Oh, I'd forgotten about it this time, and I've seen it. It's such a good little twist at the end of the episode that it just makes it work so well. They burned down the house. It's it's great. The part that doesn't make sense is then Ted shows up for a party <laughs> in what's presumably like the next morning. Yeah, it, it's like it's it, I I thought it was like noon. Yeah. Um yes, it's it's not nighttime. It's very sunny out and they're put, they're like clearing out the fire damage from the night before. It's definitely not party time. Whatever it is, it's a great it's a great ending. Uh, no, it's it's a great episode. I, I there's so much fun cowser that's good. There's so much black jokes, both about penis cakes and about people. It's it's great. And then to add insult to injury, Ted Danson shows up late, quote unquote, late to the party the next morning. It Ted just ties the, it all back together. It's great. Ted, Ted knew the whole time. Come, yep, it's it's a good episode. A strong start to season six. We have met the blacks. <laughs>